Well, it's a test recording. Say hello, regionals, VLR, the Royal Air Force Regiment Band. Played it. And now we stand by for timing things right this morning. Five o'clock. Excellent. What was I saying? The classics? Oh, God, blimey, it's five o'clock. Ah. And one stinking brandy-soaked mess arrived this morning for me. Thank you very much indeed. The post office indeed even uh, wrapped it in... in, in uh, waterproof um, stuff and enclosed the whole business in a great big plastic bag which was uh, which was rather nice but upon opening the contents fell in a million smithereens but thank you for the thought it was a bottle of metaxa which I was talking about the other day the metaxa arrived but uh, in liquid uh, form I'm afraid couldn't even rescue the bottle. Thanks for the thought. Be careful next time. One past five at a time. One past five. You can't send bottles of grog in, in, in um, jiffy bags. It's, 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 it's impossible. Squashed flat, this one was.
Three and a half past five, and the Peter Puccini Studio Orc is playing a few little tunes for us. I hope you'll enjoy them. Rainy weather with a top of 23 is the Melbourne forecast, or rain periods, if you like. Renewal of a warning of strong winds issued um, last night for Victorian coastal waters east of Cape Lip Trap. Uh, <laughs> I've been down to Lip Trap many times. I don't think I've ever seen it without a strong wind. It's one of those areas. But... Um, we ain't going forever lonely, folks. Anyway, the coastal waters east of Cape Lip Trap, where east to northeast wind will continue to average 20 to 30 knots with some higher squalls. Seas will be rough with a moderate easterly swell. Hope some of this rain is getting to the country. Uh, I haven't got a country forecast, eh? Got Melbourne, humid, periods of rain and the chance of a thunderstorm, northeast to southeast wind, and expected highest temp 23. That's about it. <whistles> Yabba bum pa Four past five the time. Ah, another bullet in the war of. Who's to control the Staff Association? <laughs> Why don't they save paper? I think we should take a lot of them, line them up against the wall and shoot them. Bang, 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 bang. All of them. Every one of them. Except me, of course. Five past five. <laughs> Thank you. 
Somebody loves you. No, I wonder who. It could be. Thank you, Emery Air Freight, for your world legal holiday calendar tar. You were late this year. Uh, when my eyes are focused, I will go down January for the gentle folks at home. The gentle folks at home on the range. All right, good. That was Sylvia. And, uh, well, that's torn it. All right, having a ripping time here. God, I can still smell that metaxa. Incidentally, it's all over the kitchen, the smell. I, I put it in the chute there. But to anyone going around there, just go and think, what on earth is this? They think it's a dead body or something. I think it's the gentle wafting of metaxa. I might have to clear it out. But um, it's a very, very strong smell. Pong of Greek brandy all over the joint. Hmm. Didn't even get a sip of it. Ooh, dear, dear, dear. Now then. Oh, dear. Oh, I'm not sorted out this morning, I'm afraid, by long chalk. It's um, nine past five the time. This is the ABC Breakfast Show, 3LO, Regionals, VLR. My name is... Um, um, hang on a minute. I'll think of it later. Tell you later. That's if I think it's worth it.
gentle. Thank you for the call about the rain and weather and so forth. From the weather station. Jolly decent oven. Jolly D. Jolly D. 13 past five. Oh, and what's this here? A war of words. Legal battle. Hmm. Ah, well, the world is full of misfits and malcontents. Don't you agree? Well, I'm right at the head, folks. Thirteen past five. The first lot, anyway. Always dance in town when he's around. Everybody comes from all parts of town. With his dancing feet, he's such a sight. Oh, yeah, Charlie's only living when he's dancing. Charlie. Fish and chips for Charlie. Uh-huh. Here's uh, Al Martini with an olive, uh, 16 past five. <laughs> the door to the dunny. I look 
Will this be the sensible me Who said he wouldn't fall in love I suddenly saw you I knew there was danger Why run away when I love you And want you forever I know I'm a dreamer My very great thanks for Hoogst. Hoogst! Hoogst! Hoogst wahrscheinlich. Hoogst chemicals. For their lovely calendar and, um... French Impressionism, isn't it? Lovely calendar and, um... Not an impression of a calendar. Here's an impression of a calendar. <laughs> ah! Oh. Wrong day. And the, and the diary, the yearbook, whatever. Very handy. Just about fit into my top pocket if I take my wallet out. And uh, incidentally, Emery Air Freight, thank you once again for your international legal year calendar, which I use, of course, right through the year, at a great advantage. To myself and to the firm and to everyone in general, but I must uh, 
insist that one year we have a committee or a think tank or some a seminar to redesign the calendar. In other words, to make it uh, foldable, handleable, and not that when you do anything with it, it rolls up in the opposite direction and a piece of metal sticks your eye out. <laughs> well, I mean, it is a bit big, isn't it? You'll have to admit. As the actress said... I prefer the bulletin this week. Once again, David McNichol has done it. He's no mate of mine, being a professional male chauvinist pig, just like me. There are a few of us left, let's face it. But I wish he wouldn't consider Sydney to be Australia. He's always writing about uh, things, the ABC in particular. I mean, we love Margaret Throsby, we like Clive Robertson, but honestly, the people down here have hardly ever heard of these uh, bods. And uh, Mr McNichol... If you don't mind, Sydney is not Australia. And if you continue to take it as being so, I'll stuff that cigar down your throat, mate. Gently, of course, very gently. But um, he should, if you, I mean, it, um, he should have a column called David McNichols Sydney. I mean, everything Sydney, the ABC Sydney, there's not one mention of anyone. I mean, I'm not, not, because I'm not mentioned, I couldn't care less. But um, um, there's not one uh, Victorian personality, South Australian, Northern Territorian, Perthian. It's all Sydney. I, I think that's going to hold us back in the world to come. Well, this attitude of ours, this parochial attitude of ours, that's why we'll never be a world power, I suppose. Yeah, well, there you are. 25 past five. And uh, it's... Um, I'm surprised at McNichol, actually, because if anyone should have a national outlook, it should be him. Maybe that's the same cigar he's been smoking for 20 years, though. Oh, well, never mind. Apart from beating his brains out, the next time I see him, I'll, uh, I'll forgive him. 25 past five. That's 27 and a half past five for time. And that was um, Judy Stone, I think, wasn't it? I think it was. Yes, yes good old Judy. Jory, Jory, Jory. Campers ahoy. Friends of mine went camping yesterday. The Walker Villian stop. They chose the right day, it's all right. Um, Waratah Bay, when they'll be slightly damp, I should think. Still, they can dry out later. 28 past five. And that was Max Ambrose in Sydney. He's a law unto himself, and he started about five seconds early. Here's another one to get smashed about. <laughs> pow! He's a pow more this morning. Pow! Oh dear. 
Uh, I mean, Max is one of the worst of the lot, I'm sure. You heard him at the weekends with these local call signs? He's well, David McNichol and this fellow on the news and a few others. I'm fed up with being ignored down here. I demand double money. <laughs> what else do we want? This is our last day, isn't it? Oh, God, somebody's going to ring. Uh, don't ring. Please don't ring. It's not our last day. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I hope it's not. Huh? Right, now then, uh, Dick has just handed me another load of weather. Renewal of a warning of strong winds for Victorian coastal waters east of Cape Lip Trap. Easterly wind will continue to average 20 to 30 knots with a rough sea on a moderate easterly swell. Well, the world's it's going to be bumpy over the big rollers. <clears throat> Vic generally humid with rain areas, isolated thunderstorms, local heavy falls, northeast to southeast winds fresh to strong off the central, and Gippsland coast turning cooler southerlies from the west later in the day. Rough seas off Gippsland, slight to moderate elsewhere. Port Phillip and Western Port, northeast to southeast wind of about 10 knots and a slight sea. And for Melbourne, humid with rainy periods and the chance of a thunderstorm. Light winds expected highest temp 23. 17 at the moment, humidity is about 140%, I think. Oh, it's 94%. Pressure is 1,006 millibars and it's falling. And uh, 23 the forecast. Well, we didn't do well with the forecast yesterday, did we? So I hope we do a bit better today. We were listening to Swingle 2 before we chuffed on the news there, but at 26 to 6, I think we deserve another one. So here it is. Surface noise? Oh, Eighteen to six.
Somebody waving their arms about her there. What's that? I just found another little black hopper. I think he was a bit too big for, for you-know-what. But uh, he hopped and he was black. He had a couple of... We were hunting him yesterday, weren't we? The hunting of the schnark. It's a quarter to six. And that was... Um, Ah, oh, the old nights of gladness, the... Down into the palm court. Hmm, palm court orc. <whistles> Here's that very listenable sound of Alessi now with uh, seabird. Seabird, seabird, seabird. Shaboom, shaboom. Ah, dear, dear, dear. Just looking at the local TV mag. God, they print some junk, don't they? Chris Mitchum wants to be a famous star like his dad. Was his dad ever a famous star, Bob? Well, he was a likeable bloke. Well, I suppose he was. Good job they didn't put famous actor. Dear Father, Father. Oh, holiday telly snack. That looks good. That looks like uh, bubble and squeak to me. Brunch buns. Hmm. Plenty of starch in that lot, I should think. Have you noticed all these telly snacks um, are usually made up of great slabs of starch? Ah. Letters to the editor. I would like to send Greta Garbo my toenails. Would you please give me her address? Dear sir, nick off. It's um, 13 to 6 at the time. TV Times, indeed. Mm. Suppose people buy it. <whistles> the Britons have put out an alcoholic, driving, partying Christmas issue. And, uh, of course, it's like the Britons to make fun of even of every... Damn thing, and why not? And um, the road toll is one of the things that they try to bring to people's attention through humour. In an article called One for the Grave, there's a, a fellow storming out of his car after this lady has just run into the back of him and screaming, I might have known it, a flaming woman drunk. If you see what I mean. Twelve and a half to six. All right, women, down, lasses, down, lasses. Your turn will come. Like in the wild luck, I just do 
Seabird, it's nine and a half to six. Thanks for the break who rang and said I was terrific. That was Dick Williams on the phone, and you better say he's terrific too. Otherwise, you see, you won't like the message. Take the message. <laughs> We're all terrific here, aren't we? You too, yeah, you, you're a beauty, you're a beauty. That's one of the main reasons, uh, I mean, apart from personal problems which I had that morning, <laughs> that I didn't attend the uh, ABC Melbourne show band concert, incidentally. Uh, the uh, three low personalities were to attend, but they weren't all invited. So, out of silent protest, you see. I'm a silent protester, me. Out of silent protest, I didn't go. If they'd all been invited, I would have gone. But uh, just a few of them, I don't think is very fair. Do you? Do you agree? Oh. Pay me that money you owe me. <laughs> How much is it now? What interest did I say? 5% recurring. Here's a cruel one, but it hits home to the subject about the policeman who was unable to take a breath test on this driver because his guide dog wouldn't let him. The executives with songs of love, and I've got some weather forecasts of, um, of importance to our country listeners, and those are my friends camping in the wet. <laughs> For the Mally Wimmer of Northern Country, humid and cloudy with a little rain and the risk of thunder, light winds, outlook for Saturday, mostly fine and cooler. North, central and northeast, humid and cloudy with rain areas and isolated thunderstorms, locally heavy falls, light winds, outlook for Saturday, a few showers. Central, humid with rain areas and isolated thunderstorms, easterly wind fresh at times near the coast, slight to moderate sea, outlook for Saturday, cool winds and showers. For the western district, humid and cloudy with rainy areas and isolated thunderstorms, east to southeast wind turning cooler southerlies later, Slight to moderate sea, outlook for Saturday, cool winds and showers. And for Gippsland, humid and cloudy. Humid and cloudy in Gippsland, rain areas and isolated thunderstorms, easterly wind fresh to strong near the coast. Moderate to rough sea. Strong wind warning is current east of Lip Trap. Outlook for Saturday, showers becoming cooler. <laughs> Happy camping down at Waratah Bay. Ah, dear, dear, dear. You better get in a few tins and uh, close the flies, I think. Not yours, darling. It's uh, four and a half to six. Green periods and the chance of a thunderstorm. Light winds, expected top temperature, 23 degrees. ABC Radio in Victoria, it's ten past six. Yes, and that was Mr Len Grice. Will you be on... Is he on tomorrow? Is the gardenitis on tomorrow? You on tomorrow, Len? Shout. Yes, yes. Yes, 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock? Yes. What, tomorrow morning? Yes. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Back with Ben Grice will be presenting the gardening session tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock, and uh, the two gardening experts will be trying very, very hard to get a word in edgeways. 
Yes. Len is one of our leading shovelers. I mean, diggers. I mean, well. We're going to grow pineapples later on when Len has led the way with the prickly ends. That's the planting stage. Friday, the 6th of 1. Welcome to breakfast and prickly ends to you too, my friends. That was Helen Reddy, and it was the wrong one. I should have played something a little different, but uh, never mind. It was popular, wasn't it? Thirteen. Oh, oh, thirteen past six. Let's face it, it's thirteen past six. Thank you very much to the um, Alexander Theatre for the Emperor's New Clothes extra tickets, which I've used very profitably, I can assure you. I flogged them for five bob each. <laughs> no, very kind of you. But um, two performances daily, don't forget, ten and two. And you can ring them on 543-2828, 543-2828. Wonderful world of entertainment for the kiddies, for the nippers. And, of course, there's the Pilgrim Puppet Theatre, which started yesterday, and they're wonderful too. No, oh, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Oh, I saw a George Raff film last night. Not playing the lead, but... Uh, I saw it advertised and I saw George Raff. Was it yesterday sometime? Or was it in the afternoon? Maybe I was trying to get to sleep. I always turn the telly on when I want to sleep in the daytime. And um, after the fir first few bars, I drift off, you see. But if I don't have the telly on, it's hopeless. But if I put on World of Tomorrow or As the World Turns or, um, you know, one of those midday things, um, I'm off to sleep in, in about ten minutes. It's wonderful. Wake up to... News at eight or something like that. Now then, what was I going to tell you? Oh yes, I was going to have a look at the Emery Air Freight, wasn't I? Because I have uh, received two for the price of one. Thank you, Emery. I've passed one on somebody else to Dick. January 1978. Well, Epiphany, of course. Uh, that's today. Holidays in most of European countries and... Uh, because of Epiphany, Epiphany holiday in Finland tomorrow, and it's Adults Day in Japan on the 15th of this month, which is a Sunday, when all the adults are fated by the nippers, I suppose, and thanked for being there. <laughs> uh, 23rd of this month is Wellington's anniversary day, Wellington, New Zealand, of course, that's on a Monday, and it'd be a long weekend, I presume, and of course we have one on the 30th, Australia Day, um, Auckland Anniversary Day, New Zealand. In other words, another anniversary day in New Zealand, this time for Auckland, and, of course, the 30th is Australia Day. Which is another long weekend, mate. One of those movable feasts which accommodates our weekend traffic. Periods of rain, 23, Melbourne. Chance of thunder. Do hmm. the gardens good. That's one thing. As long as I don't have to work out there. Oh, dear, I've got to do something about my fruit. I've got plums all over the nearby adjoining lane. The council's going to complain soon that the place is a mess. They come down once every ten years to clean it up, mind you. But it, I suppose it is my fruit, 
so I should really take some responsibility. But anyone trying to get down the lane is likely to break their necks on my fermenting fruit, which is lying all over the... Terrible pity, actually, if people don't pick fruit these days. I mean, I've asked many, many friends, I've said, look, if you want plums, come round and pick them, for goodness sake. But nobody ever bothers. They, I suppose they buy them cheaper at the fruit shop, I said. Less effort. Ah, yes, but wait till our pineapples start coming up. Seventeen past six. It's all right, it's all right. Um, Barry Manilow, that was. Um, in 1961, on this day, um, France gave General Charles de Gaulle a massive support, which meant, of course, that he must have had a great Julius Caesar. Julius Caesar? Copernia? Hernia. What? Twenty-one, that's rather good, wasn't it? Twenty-one past six. Twenty-three past six, the time, and that was uh, Liv Mason. Um, no, it wasn't. That was the Manhattan transfer. Liv Mason is coming up with not, not who's there? Sam and Janet. Sam and Janet, who? Sam and Janet, evening. Twenty-three and a half past six. In fifteen forty, uh, Henry the V one 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 of England weds his fourth wife Anne of Cleves. Now Anne of Cleves wore a very low dress and had rather big bosoms. 
thereby giving the uh, giving the giving the world the expression cleavage. That's where it came from. Twenty-four past six. You can take my word for it. Tears of rain run down my window pane. I'm on my own again. Believe me, sorrow. Sit and dream of how things might have been. And as I close my eyes, I get the strangest feeling. Knock, knock. Who's there? Put this thing up, it's calling. The door is always open wide. Knock, knock, who's there? Now as the night is falling, take off your coat and come inside. Climb the stair and then I say a prayer for someone who could share my situation. But instead, as I lay down my head, I have to leave it all to my imagination. Knock, knock, who's there? Could this be love that's calling? The door is always open wide. Knock, knock, who's there? Now as the night is falling, take off your coat and come inside. La 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 Sit and dream of how things might have been And as I close my eyes I get the strangest Knock, knock, who's there? Could this be love that's calling? The door is always open wide. Knock, knock, who's there? Now as the night is falling, take off your coat and come inside. Take it off, take it off, take it off, take it off. Well, it's amazing. It's uh, sound effects. Oh, no. Very good, was it? Little Sir Echo. Little Sir Echo, how do you do? Go on, give over. 27 past six is the time. ABC Breakfast Show. Melbourne will have periods of rain today with the chance of thunder and a top temp of 23. Now then, let's have a look at some famous birthdays. Apart from uh, Samuel Alexander, the British philosopher, we have Loretta Young, who's always sweeping through a door. And do you remember when she used to do that? And I used to hope the door would get stuck once. She's still alive, of course, born in 1913. Danny Thomas, still with us, entertainer. Joan of Arc, saint, no longer with us. Max Bruch. The German composer, no longer with us. Carl Sandberg, U.S. poet, no longer with us. And the thought for the day comes from Max Francis Eggs and Bacon. Why did I have to... Max Bacon. <laughs> Francis Eggs and Bacon. A bad man is worse when he pretends to be a saint. In other words, my... Fr- oh, did you see the Edinburgh Tattoo last week or the week before? Did you? Did you watch? 
Well, you will have noticed that this is the tune that everyone rings up about when I play it. I haven't got a bagpipe version of it, but Mike Oldfield and his organisation give us the trad Pompey, the Portsmouth, if you like to be formal, 28 past six. Same to you, my friend. Half past six, the time. And that was Portsmouth with Mike Oldfield. Sitting in the sun in the new world might be a pleasant experience. Then again, it might not be a pleasant experience. Then again, it might not be an experience at all. Then again, it might... Oh, shut up, Evan. Half past six... stations we have the AM promo sending it to you three times five from now thank you and a very good morning to you this morning on AM concern over Indochina refugees arriving in Australia President Carter in Europe what we've been missing now we're sitting in the sun Give me the air, give me some room, I 
26 and a half to 7. I, I can't really announce the next one because I refuse to say Moose, and this one's called Moose America, so I'll just have to call it America Vicky Carr. But I'm one of those swine, you know, who just won't say chairperson or Moose or that sort of thing, which puts me in dead strife with the news department, but that's uh, uh, one of the crosses I have to bear. 26 to 7. Sorry about that. Um, I got the wrong side and the wrong track. I mean, nothing could be a complete botch-up, could it? One, two, three, four, five. Now I've got the right side and the right track, and it's called Blank America, uh, 25 to 7. Better play the right one, otherwise they, you know, they have pups up in the office. 25 to 7.
It's 22 and a half to 7 and I see that the puppet Alice in Wonderland Pilgrim Puppet Theatre has been reviewed. Could be staged in any of the major cities of the world. Now that's something, isn't it? So there you are. If you've uh, got tickets or are going to get them, there's a recommendation in the piper for you. Pilgrim Puppet Theatre can be contacted on... Um, I'll give you the telephone number when... I can find it. Ample parking is available, incidentally. It's up near the uh, Glen Ferry, um, Glen Ferry uh, Railway Station. And uh, the, pro- the um, programme started yesterday. Lewis Carroll's Alice in Wonderland. I mean, puppets, of course. You know, the White Rabbit, the Duchess, the Cook and the Baby, Caterpillar, Mad Hatter, March Hare, Griffin and Mock Turtle, and the King and Queen of Hearts, who stole some tarts upon a summer's day. <gasps> Along, no, the knaves stole them, didn't it? Uh, the Queen baked them. The king was counting his money, and the... Yes. Hmm. 818-6650. That's the phone number. 818-6650. Yes, good stuff. According to the paper. It's uh, 21 to 7, and... uh, Good heavens. Taiwan's top butterfly catcher... Once trapped 120,000 in a day and regularly grabs between one and two million of them in a year. I wonder what he does with them. What would you do with two million butterflies? I mean, collectors are collectors, but two million a year. I think he might need a good stiff all-round talking to that fellow. It's twenty and a half minutes to seven. Oh, once again, I'm getting inquiries for that uh, that uh, Pompey recording, incidentally, Portsmouth one. It's a little 45 festival. I, I don't know if it belongs to an album at all. I've not seen it on an album, but just this little 45 we have, festival recording. Suppose you can buy it. If you can't, write to festival. It's uh, 20 to 7, 5 to news. <laughs> Well, before anyone moans about inquiries, I know, I know, I know. 
Yeah, I'll go back to bed. It's uh, 19 and a half to 7. Your melodies so soft, your love so strong. Love you on my song. And though your fortune seems a long time falling, and sadness creeps into my song. my day and that was Barry Crocker actually I can't wait until I can turn it off and get some quiet again 16 and a half to 7 well and a half to news I see Bob Rogers is going to join 3UZ here in Melbourne welcome Robert to the number 2 spot in Melbourne radio who are you talking to Bob Rogers there to your mother is it or what don't get paid for yapping on the green phone, you know. At 16 to 7.
I rather like that. I should have played a bit more of it. That was Yucatan Man. You know where Yucatan is, don't you? I'm not going to start giving you geography lessons now. The Don Burroughs Quartet. Haven't got time, really, because the news is coming up. The serious stuff of the morning. And at uh, seven, I'll return with another basin of porridge. It's uh, a quarter to seven. This is the national news from the ABC, read by Max Ambrose. Melbourne, humid with rain periods and the chance of a thunderstorm, light winds and the expected top temperature, 23 degrees. Now the next national news will be at a quarter past seven. That will be from 3AR. ABC Radio in Victoria, seven o'clock. And Weave Me the Sunshine might be the theme of our opening for this bit this morning because it's still weeing down outside very slowly. But, uh, yes, uh, it's dribbling a bit, isn't it? Friday the 6th of January and uh, wetness all around us here in Melbourne this morning. Incidentally, in the news, that bit about um, abolition of monotonous jobs. How, for goodness sake, if they do that, are we going to keep the lower orders in their place? Weave, weave, weave me the sunshine out of the fall and rain Weave me the hope of the new tomorrow Fill my cup again Weave, weave, weave me the sunshine out of the falling rain Weave me the hope of a new tomorrow Fill my cup again Steel and the concrete crumble Shine on me again Proud and the mighty All have stumbled Shine on me again They say that the tree of loving Shine on me again Grows on the bank of the river of suffering Shine on me again Weave, weave, weave me the sunshine Out of the falling rain Weave me the hope of the new tomorrow Till my cup again If only I could heal your sorrow Shine on me again I'd help you to find a new tomorrow Shine on me again Well, I've seen the steel and the concrete crumble Shine on me again Proud and the mighty all have stumbled Shine on me again Weave me the sunshine out of the falling rain Weave me the hope of the new tomorrow Fill my cup again Weave, weave, weave me the sunshine out of the falling rain Weave me the hope of the new tomorrow Fill my cup again Only you can climb the mountain Shine on me again If you want to drink Sunshine out of the falling rain. We need a 
Eric Como, three past seven the time. I read with astonishment in the paper this morning that the Peter Couchman show on, what is it, Channel O or Nine, or where is he going? Oh, isn't it? The Big Donut. What's that you've got there? Oh, it's all right. It was a canister or something. Is it a steak and kidney pie or something? Yeah. On tape. Now, I see that the Peter Couchman show on Channel O is going to be called the Peter Couchman show. I bet they had a 24 hours in a think tank to watch the bubble come off for that one. Then they all got up and saluted and their trousers fell down. Yes, hello. What's up with you, love? Yes, all right. A young lady's just come in, placed her hand upon the desk and run for her life. It's four past seven the time. Too late for me to give chase, so I'll just play another record. Oh, that was Perry Como and his Gloria Gaynor in How High the Moon. How are the how high the moon? And uh, that was Gloria Gaynor. Couldn't wait to the end, I'm sorry. It just goes on like that for the next, you know, repeater, repeater. Six and a half past seven the time. I want to tell you about television tonight on Channel 2 because uh, survival's on again. Um, the heavyweights. What, 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 what? Can't read the rest of it because the print's too small. Um, what happened to the green guide? We used to get a green guide. I could read that. This silly thing I can't read. Oh, no, it's never in there. Mm, we're supposed to get one, I think, but uh, I haven't seen one for ages. Um, Selwyn Froggett's on tonight. It's called Lady's Desire at uh, 7.55. And I wonder what it's about. Never mind. It'll be about something ruddy silly. Never mind. Anyway, that's on tonight. Mm. 
So the story goes, a little vignette of life at 20 past eight about someone or other, or a peculiar story. Probably how little liver pills got their name. I'll tell you the story myself one day. The Liver Birds follows that at half past eight, and uh, at, um, oh, at nine o'clock we have the Meisterstück of all time. Uh, well, nearly in television, the life of Leonardo da Vinci. And it must be coming up to old age soon. Soccer tonight at ten, if you like to watch the match, uh, Queen's Park Rangers v Liverpool. So there's plenty of scout interest in the programme tonight. And eight o'clock, um, eight past seven the time, and I have to look up and see what I'm in for today. Uh, apart from nut phone calls, what seems illogical should not be cast aside or overlooked. This is the day when reassurance gives way to fear and impulse. I get reassurance today, do I? Oh. Oh, that's very nice of her. It's eight and a half past seven.
Hello, John Denver. Bit of a calypso. Twelve past seven the time. Somebody suggests that they stop allowing themselves to become pack horses and demand from supermarkets home deliveries of heavy grocery orders within a five-mile radius. Cry for help, Emerald. Cry for help, Emerald. Of course they'll be pleased to do that. Mind you, you'll pay more for your groceries, but you won't mind, will you? Twelve past seven. Quarter past seven the time.
While Britain's housewives complain that this week they're paying an extra penny a pint for milk because of the common market, and whisky drinkers continue to scream at the injustice of a price rise imposed because of a Brussels decision, Europe can, according to one man, offer something to the sceptred isle. A Cambridge resident, Mr Reese, in a letter to the Times, appeals for the importing of at least one good habit from Europe, and that is the tucking of napkins into the shirt front. Instead of, uh, as he says, draping them over one thigh, where they are quite useless. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I never use them. Um, because of that, silly idea, you know, especially when the waiter comes around and sweeps it onto your lap. I feel like saying, get away from me. But, um, <laughs> yes, uh, good. For some uh, reason, um, English people, that includes us, of course, consider this admirable practice less than genteel. I mean, sticking the napkin down the front of the shirt. And please, not a serviette. That's what the waiter uses. Instead, they have adopted the ridiculous habit of spreading the table napkin over the thigh like an apron. Uh, many just balance it on one knee. Mostly it falls on the floor and gets trodden on. How many Christmas ties, it is asked, have already been sullied by grease spots? How many chaste shirting shirt fronts defiled by gravy drops? And how many waistcoats stained with careless wine? Careless wine. I like that. Now let us resolve that such folly shall end with the old year, and let us go forward into 1978. Resolve that our table napkins shall no longer be ineffective aprons. Let us wear them boldly on our fronts as bibs. I agree with that. Not for the ladies, though. Oh, well, <laughs> some ladies, but the others. <laughs> I mean, the others are Anne of Cleves, aren't they? It's uh, 17 and a half past seven.
Rather nice, wasn't it? It was called Bolivia or Bolivia, Chuck Maggioni and his group. Twenty-one past seven. Leaders of the giant engineering union in Britain have decided to bow to pressure from women's libbers, the weaklings. They're going to call each other colleague instead of brother from now on. The union is, however, still ending its letters yours fraternally, although it's uh, been pointed out that this is rather against the spirit of sorority, and uh, it's now likely to be dropped in favour of the more pedestrian ours sincerely. God, strike a light. When are they going to get a hold of these women by the hair and drag them to their caves, eh? It's 22 past seven. Just like honey to the bee, bee. Oh, dear, 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 I say. How sweet it is to be loved by you, said he, not caring about such things. James Taylor and uh, some emotions coming up from Samantha Sang in a moment, 25 past seven. I've got some interstate weather information here. And we begin with Adelaide. Cooler some showers, 24. Looks like they're sweeping across, doesn't it? Sydney showers, northeast winds, 23. Perth, fine and hot, 36. Hobart, some showers, late showers, 26. And Brisbane, mostly fine, 30. Canberra's going to have a showery day with a top of 22. And Darwin, um, showers or storms, or both, uh, with a top of 32. We in Melbourne are going to have rainy periods. And in between the rainy periods, it looks like more rain at the moment. I don't think it's stopped this morning yet, has it? Might ease up a bit later on. Periods of rain is the forecast with a top of 23 and the chance of thunder. And uh, the general Vic forecast is sort of cooling down for the weekend. So don't hold out too much hope for campers. Friends of mine went camping yesterday. <laughs> uh, they'd taken their flies, weren't they? I mean, you know, the, yeah, of course, you know what I mean, don't you? Campers, of course. 20, um, careful, madam, 26 past 7.
Uh, it's right on the knocker of half past seven. I haven't got the um, coastal waters forecast, I'm afraid, but I think it's going to be wet and bumpy out there. Uh, it may come through between now and news time, but uh, I ain't here yet. But um, whatever you do, take um, take care. I know it's a bit rough around Lip Trap, but I can't say on the other side of the prom what exactly it's going to be. Some embarrassing news this week from Essex Police in Britain. Their drivers, it seems, might be great at Starsky and Hutch-type chases, but they're not too uh, hot when it comes to getting into a parking spot. Police drivers managed to damage 450 of the Essex Force's 540 vehicles last year. Would hardly do for Barlow, would it? And hardly any of the accidents happened during high-speed chases. One of the most common accidents involved reversing in police yards explained the traffic chief, Superintendent Ian Watson. Many of the yards are small and turning is difficult, and many small dents happen in this way. According to the superintendent, it's not so much big flat feet as slippery ones that get traffic cops into trouble. Wet feet slip on the clutch, he explained. At Clacton Police Station, one of the county's uh, worst trouble spots, parking was described as diabolical. Drivers there have to reverse down a 30-metre drive with only about 10 centimetres clearance at the end, and there's a, a degree, um, a 400 and, a 440? Good heavens, what's he talking about? Uh, there's a 140-degree bend to negotiate. That's rather obtuse, that angle, isn't it? If my trigonometry is right. Yes, we have had a few bumps, he said. No. We're not kidding. So there you are, the police in strife in Britain, Zed Cars, Barlow and... The Sweeney are all up the spout because they can't park their cars. Do you notice in the telly, of course, that there's always a parking space when they have to draw up? Don't know how they manage it. Atal, atal, 27 and a half to eight. Nothing's quite as pretty as Mary in the morning. When through a sleepy haze I see her lying there Soft as the rain That falls on summer flowers Warm as the sunlight Shining on her golden hair uh-huh. When I and see her there so close beside me I want to take her in my arms The ache is there so deep inside me And nothing's quite as pretty as Mary in the morning She sees a rainbow And when she turns to touch me I kiss her face so softly My Mary wakes to love another day When Mary's there In sunny days or stormy weather 
right or wrong The love we share We share together Nothing's quite as pretty As Mary in the evening Kissed by the shade of night And starlight in her hair And when we walk I'm gonna hold her close beside me For our tomorrows For a lifetime We will share Mary in the morning. It's 25 to 8, ABC Breakfast Show. Um, the ABC ought to be a, a, a copyright thing, didn't it? But we've got the Australian Bullion Company, we've got the Adelaide Brighton Cement Holdings. You know, every time I pick up, I think this result is all ABC, and I think, wonderful news. And I start to read it, and it's about cement. Talking about cement reminds me of cement overcoats and boots and things. There is something about the Australian Broadcasting Commission today about staff retirements and all that sort of thing, and uh, the phraseology used is rather amusing. Uh, that's if you're, you know, safely in an armoured vest. Although 1,600 people have been wasted over the past two years. <laughs> Gee! Sounds like an offer they couldn't refuse, doesn't it? Some of them were, no doubt. 24 to, to 8. Cut the canteen staff down to 1,500. Somebody told me a long, long time ago. One to each pie and sauce. Or in Adelaide, peas and pie, of course.
21 to 8, 6 minutes to news time. And um, I have just been handed a mass of information, which means absolutely... Well, hmm. What happened to the police again? Were they not replying? Huh? They're probably in the canteen. Well, they've got to have breakfast too, you know. Uh, weather report. Overnight temp lowest 17. It's 18 at the moment. It's going to be 23 later on. With periods of rain will continue in Melbourne. The chance of thunder. And it's uh, going to be sort of sticky. Sticky icky. <laughs> All the trains are on time except one. That's the Southern Aurora. 15 minutes late. Now due at 9.15. So. <sighs> that was John McNally. Um followed by Melissa Manchester, just too many people. Something that has been known for hundreds of years, but at last has been acknowledged as being true, in Britain anyway, and that is that in London you can walk faster than travel on a bus. It's been proved at last. A traffic engineering magazine study shows London buses now travel at an average speed of 3.8 miles an hour, um, journeys taking 14% longer than they did five years ago. The calculation takes into account the time you wait for a bus, which has more than doubled. Move along inside there. Or uh, one more lady on top. One more lady with a miniskirt on top. Oh, thank you. It's 19 to 8. Used to be a favourite occupation of mine, following young ladies up the... <coughs> up the it's 19 to 8. How many kinds of sweet flowers grow in an English country garden? I'll tell you now of some that I know, and those I miss you'll surely pardon. Daffodil hearts, season flocks, meadow sweet lady spots, gentine lupin, tall hollyhocks, roses, foxglove, and snowdrops. Forget me not, in an English country garden. In an English country garden. How many insects come here and go through our English country garden? I'll tell you now of some that I know And those I miss will surely pardon 
Fireflies, moss and bees, spiders climbing in the trees, butterflies that sway on the cool, gentle breeze. There are snakes and ants that sting, and other creeping things in an English country garden. In an English country garden. How many songbirds fly to and fro through our English country garden? I'll tell you now of some that I know, and those I miss you'll surely pardon. Bobble and cuckoo and quail, tangent and cardinal, bluebird and lark, thrush and nightingale. There is joy in the spring when the birds begin to sing in an English country garden. In an English country garden, robin. Robin, Robin, don't forget the Robin. Don't forget the Robin, 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 Robin. Don't forget the Robin. Seventy to eight. How did that come in? We haven't heard that for ages, have we? English country garden. And that was Jimmy Rogers. Planting same and getting the rain at last in Melbourne, anyway. A potential um, Coles to Newcastle story from uh, the clever characters of the Department of Oriental Studies, Cambridge University, figuring out what to do with clever characters. Uh, it's been five years' work, and it's a modern Chinese dictionary and a Meccano set have helped them develop the first practical method of computerizing Chinese. Using a grid reference system, they are able to reduce the 4,300 more common characters to two figures which a computer can understand. The first um, um, converter was built by Mr. Robert Sloss, who wasn't Slossed when he did it either. Uh, it's now been developed to a more sophisticated stage by the state-owned communications firm Cable & Wireless. It's hoped to, pro to process three million characters in the next years and to sell the system to Peking. Apparently the hardest thing to get the computer to do was to say, Ah, so... was a bit of a fanfare for the news. I thought you'd like it, instead of starting up the next record, you see. Uh, well, what do I tell you? It's going to be wettish, which the farmers will enjoy, but uh, campers won't. Happy anniversary, our thought, for all those who are celebrating. Same, that's Jackie Trent and Tony Hatch. Have a good morning from Menzies. It's a quarter to eight. This is the national news from the ABC, read by Max Ambrose.